This episode is brought to you by Fetch. Fetch is a kennel alternative right here in Denver, not a traditional doggy daycare or boarding school. They offer one-on-one private pet care for all kinds of pets, both furry and non-furry. And their employees are experienced, insured, bonded, and background checked. So you can rest easy knowing your pet is in good hands. Basically, they know pets. Um, I used to watch a Burmese mountain dog named Sven, who was just like walking a polar bear. It was insane. (laughs) Fetch offers pet sitting, dog walking, pet taxi, medication administration, and more. And he hated going on walks. I could like walk him around the block and then he was like, he just like to lay in the bathtub. So if you're looking for high quality pet care you can trust, check out Fetch at northdenver.fetchpetcare.com. That's northdenver.fetchpetcare.com. Today on CityCast Denver, fire, the most ancient and elemental cooking tool, practically worshipped by chefs since time immemorial, but in a small and growing number of local restaurants, gas, coal, and wood-fired ovens and stovetops are out, and in are the all-electric food cookers of a greener future. At least that's what I thought this whole thing was about before we got our friend Helen Shu, who broke the restaurant electrification story for Westward, to hop in the mobile recording studio with us and go taste the future for ourselves. Today is Thursday, February 15th. I'm Paul Caroli, and here's what Denver's talking about. I think it's going now. If this red light is solid red, it's recording. If it was flashing like earlier, that was bad. Okay. But yeah, now we're good. Um, so, Helen, we are sitting outside the Sexy Pizza on Pearl Street, North Pearl Street, not South Pearl Street. There are two Sexy Pizzas on Pearl Street, which I learned today. Helen, why are we here? So, we are here to check out their electric deck ovens that they use to bake their pizzas in. And so, I had recently done an article about a trend in electrification in commercial kitchens. And Sexy Pizza was one of the businesses that I interviewed and was featured in the article. Is this a big trend here? I've always thought about kitchens and and chefs especially as being really the most attached to the idea of open flame cooking. Yeah, and it's definitely a stereotype that is kind of re-emphasized when you watch reality food network shows or you watch any TV show or movie, right? There's always huge flames flaring up. It's very dramatic. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's very uh, cinematic. Cinematic. It's very (laughs) cinematic. Yes. (laughs) Um, So this is a big trend. Like, are there other places other than Sexy Pizza doing this? What do we know about? I would not say this is a big trend, not in Denver. Uh, A lot of the push for electrification as in residential as it is for commercial, is driven by regulatory concerns. So you do Mm. have kind of the forward-thinking people out on the frontier who are doing it for various reasons that we will hear from Chris, the general manager at Sexy Pizza, talk about. But we're nowhere near, say, California, which has outright banned gas hookups in certain cities and kind of your only choice is to go electric. But we're starting to see something happen in Denver, right? In 2021, we had the um, we had an act that kind of gave Excel millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to start mm. putting these incentives into place. Those incentives, uh, that incentive money has become available in 2024, right? So we're starting to see a little bit of push for electric electric commercial kitchens in Denver. And then there's also just a few people like Sexy Pizza, like Rebel Bread, uh, like a few other businesses who have kind of 
switched over to electric for their own purposes and reasons. Hmm. Yeah, they were they were telling us on this tour um, that we just took of Sexy Pizza that Blue Pan Pizza, which we named the best pizza in the city a couple of years ago, uh, also has uh, uh, bought some electric ovens. They have not made as big of a deal about it, though, which is interesting. Um, so, like, if you're Sexy Pizza or one of these other places, what are you thinking about? when the the idea of potentially making this switch comes up? I think it's different for every single business. The few businesses that I've talked to, it's typically about capacity. So Mm. their gas appliances at end of life, they're looking to replace. And when they're looking at the landscape, the vendors they're talking to, the suppliers they're talking to are bringing up the notion of maybe consider electric because electric can, um, they have a smaller footprint. So you can accommodate a larger capacity in a smaller footprint. There's also the other health and environmental aspects that kind of convince business owners to go with electric. Right, because it's like, you know, if you're standing back in a kitchen with a natural gas oven for hours and hours on end, you're probably breathing breathing stuff you maybe don't want to be breathing. Possibly. The, most restaurants are regulated to have ventilation systems that will handle that kind of health hazard. Hmm. It's also about how noisy those vents are, how hot that oven is. So it's some some of those kind of um, more side effects that kind of convince employees or convince owners that maybe it's time to look at a more quieter, a more efficient, a cooler appliance that can accomplish the same exact task. Hmm. Okay, well, we've talked about it. Let's let's hear a little bit more of our tour of the new sexy pizza here in Uptown um, and what the employees think about it. And then we're going to come back and, and speak honestly about how we like that pizza. We're backstage at Sexy Pizza. Where all the magic happens. So this is where the pizzas start. You know, we got our dough fridges over here, our little coolers that we keep backup stuff in. Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. This is <laughs> yeah. I get all the details here. That voice you heard belongs to Sexy Pizza's area manager, Chris Heberline, one of the longest tenured Sexy Pizza employees at 13 years, and you can tell pretty quick, a true pizza lover. He was kind enough to put together a custom pie just for us all the dough throwing on this side you'll see some people some tricksters do a little thing or two are you tossing the pie are you tossing it up and spinning toss yeah i do toss i know a few things i know a few tricks but i'm a little bit of an old horse now at this point okay um, it was honestly yeah. pretty unremarkable until we got to the oven so yeah these are electrical ovens they they run with coils and stones um we actually identified them a couple years ago and we've been kicking the tires so to speak for a while we we located a few different restaurants in the Metroplex here, went and checked them out firsthand, got some good reviews. So then I, they got me set up in, uh, in an area where I got to basically try to break the ovens over the course of like an afternoon. Uh, I threw everything I had at them, uh, as many pizzas as I could, as fast as I could, just to see where they would bottleneck. And honestly, it was just uh, flying colored results. So we got them on, on deck here, and we've been giving them a, a run through for about going on, I'd say six months now. We're able to go a little bit quicker. We're a little, a little bit more efficient with our time. We're used to the old school stones, so we're still keeping those in place for you know high quality pizza crust contact. Um, and we can you know just pump out pizzas a little bit faster and you know even as good a quality or even better quality, really. So sorry, what, what do you what did you just say? You keep the old stones in place, so. There's stones in here that used to be in the old gas ovens. Yeah, so we we're used to using these 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 type of pizza stones. Um, they're they're really high quality. Usually get them from overseas somewhere in Europe, but they they have really good contact with the type of dough that we're making, and it makes a really nice high quality crisp crust 
on the dough. And uh, essentially the difference between these ovens and the ovens that we were using before was that we have control of the temperature on the top and the bottom of the oven. Because there are radiant coils on both. Correct, yes. And it's really responsive, these ovens. They only take about, you know, I'd say 20 minutes max to go from cold to extremely hot to where we can cook pizzas out of them. So you said the biggest difference was that you can cook the pizzas faster, right? Is it because of the preheating time or is it because you can fit more in there or is it because they actually cook faster in there? Good question. So it's kind of a multiple uh, answer there. It's essentially these ovens are going to hold a higher temperature, a more consistent temperature for longer periods of time through several hours of service. Where our old ovens, you know, going in and out, uh, essentially the heat would leak out of the ovens and not be able to replace itself in a timely, in a timely fashion. So now we, we can adjust so much more things. If we were to blind taste test you with sexy pizza that was cooked in your gas ovens that you guys still have at some yeah. locations and these electric ovens, would you be able to tell the difference? I would tell you that these new electrical ovens are as good or better than the pizza we were making before. It's that same old school sexy uh, vibe and feel and everything everybody's come to love, but now it's just a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. And uh, Have any customers mentioned it? Yeah, we've had great responses from our customers. Um, but are they like, oh, this pizza's great, or are they like, it's so cool that it's electric? What, what, what are you hearing from folks? Honestly, they're just, uh, they're a little, I guess they're kind of come in here and looking at this like what is this sort of thing you know and just have questions uh by the time they figure out it's electric they probably uh you know are leaving so there's not too <laughs> many uh, people who are asking us much much more than that but yeah i mean when it comes down to it the electricity that we're using in these does cost us a good amount of money to kind of keep up with uh it's a little bit more than the gas that we were using before um, so we are, you know, investing a little bit with this. However, with time, uh, we'd imagine that, you know, this is going to be better on the environment, you know, less uses of natural gas and, uh, overall. And hopefully these, the electricity usage becomes more efficient with time, which in the end will cost less. I mean, that's a big if though, still. <laughs> Very like, true. I, I wonder what pushed you all over the edge to this decision of like, because this is not a cheap piece of machinery and no. you're paying more per month. It's a new Porsche, you know what I mean? Sitting wow. in, our, in our line here right out front. And uh, to be honest, we could not keep up with the type of business that was coming our way without looking into new methods of cooking that would keep us in tune with the ever-growing uh, amounts of orders that are coming in. in this so it was like a, a volume thing at first was what was like, oh, we need a new oven. And then this one offered some So many orders bonuses. are coming in that we would have to give our previous ovens a break to reheat. And, uh, you know, we just could not keep going. With and you the probably needed like four gas ovens. We had two just... sets of two. So we had four as opposed to just this one, which is really three. But uh, yeah, we, even at our busiest location right now, they have gas and they're, they're struggling to keep up. And they're our busiest store, you know, and they're doing everything they can. So we're looking at implementing some of these pretty, pretty soon here in the near future to them. So if you walk into like a Domino's or a Pizza Hut, they're all using electric. They're their using conveyor belts where they don't actually finesse the pizza or look after it or spin it or pop it or do any of that. They don't put any love into it like we do here at Sexy <laughs> Pizza. We're actually, you know, trained, uh, certified. Uh, we 
we put a lot of love into our food and uh, we are manipulating the food to make sure it comes out top notch each and every time. And this piece of equipment gives us the opportunity to finesse that to an even higher level. This, this love that you talked about, this is an interesting part of pizza. You know, people talk about the coal or the wood as adding these, you know, intangible elements or maybe even tangible if it's the smell of the wood. Sure. Um, does it feel right to you using electric? Um, to be honest, you know, I'm not a huge uh, new wave kind of person, social media, this, that and the other. So the new school electric cars and new school this and that scares me a little bit. But uh, to be honest, I know pizza to its roots and I'm very passionate about pizza and this piece of equipment allows me to just create a higher quality product and more consistent product and if that's you know the new wave of the future I'm with it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, we're back in the mobile studio. Uh, Helen, let's be honest here. What did you think about that pizza? I thought it was delicious. Yeah? I thought that it was just as good or even better, might I say, (laughs) from some of the more traditionally, you know, fire-cooked pizzas that I've had. I will say that my first impression walking in it did not smell like a pizza shop. Yeah, I thought the same thing. And like the there something about the wave of heat from one of those big hot ovens like that is that says pizza to me. You know, there's some of those things about the tools that are popular in pizza places that are part of the experience. That I don't know. I mean, it's kind of an interesting new thing. That's that's a new path they're forging, trying to make the electric oven part of what sexy pizza is. Mm-hmm. And you think about pizzerias are very kind of old school. They usually go with a more traditional decor as well. Seeing a big brick oven pizza oven right. is almost part of the. I was recently wrote an article about white yes. pie. They've made their traditional brick oven a centerpiece of the restaurant. Walking in here, seeing you know stainless steel gleaming deck ovens. It's its not as impactful. Um, and so I remember the first impression I walked in, it was it was a little bit more sterile than mm. a typical pizzeria. Uh, you don't smell the pizza smells. You don't feel the heat. It was only when they were opening up the pizza ovens that you could kind of smell that char that you're used to smelling all the time walking into a pizza place. Mm. So th- those pizza, uh, those people that you talked about at White Pie that have that old school oven, what do you think they would say about something like this? I, I think they would, you know, to each their own. Everyone's got the way that they're going to cook their pizza. I don't think they're going to judge. You other. Think? <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Pizza people, pizza people are <laughs> judgmental people, Helen. So they, they are doing it in a traditional um, Neapolitan style. Mm-hmm. And so they are very they're very keen to stick to traditional New Haven pizza making. It's part of their culture. It's part of their mission. That's white pie, right? Sexy pizza has a different mission altogether. You heard them talk about how they really want a more consistent, high-volume product to serve their customers. They have four locations. White pie has one location. So they just have different business models and different ways of approaching pizza, as it should be. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, um, I thought that the marketing director, Nicole's answer about how they might bring the electricity into the brand. Very interesting. I feel like that, that is an opportunity for them. If they are finding this to be so useful as a tool for making pizza at the volume they want, I feel like there's a lot of people out there in Denver right now. And maybe listeners can correct me, but I think that's a huge opportunity for there to be a pizza place that says, we're the new green option. You know, white pie has its place, but we're the new green option. What do you think about that? I will say that all of the folks that I talked to for this article, including suppliers, manufacturers, sales folks, they all toned down the environmental aspect really? of it. Really? Yes. They focused first and foremost on efficiency, you know, temperature control, precision, wider range of temperatures reach. They focused on how it's better for the employees. It's easier to work with because it's cooler, it's quieter, um, how it can save costs in terms of using less energy per output. All of them lightly touch on the environmental aspect, kind of last and almost mm. as a, we don't want to publicize that we did this for environmental reasons. I think that's pretty clear why none of them want to get caught up in a firestorm of politics. Mm. Uh, they're here to serve pizza. And so they very much don't want to politicize their pizza. Mm. Um, so I don't think that any of them would truly go to the extreme that you're saying, this is the greenest pizza, come here because you will, you know, do good for the environment and stuff. I think for them, they want it to be part of their way of working, part of their equipment, and to not focus, to have it just be a nice cherry on top, but not for it to be a focus of their food. Interesting. Interesting. Now, do you think it's because of those intangible reasons that we talked about with white pie? Like, the appeal of a pizza place that has that big, you know, coal-fired or wood-fired oven, you know. For some people, you want to be near that. You want your pizza to come out of an oven like that. Yeah, so the only chefs who spoke in favor of gas, they all just spoke to the emotion of cooking. None mm. of them argued against the science. None of them argued against, you know, the facts and the figures and yeah. stuff. And they all nodded their head and they agreed. But then they said, at the end of the day, I'm in this career I'm in this field because of passion for food, passion for cooking. And I just don't feel that way when I'm using electric. I need flame. I need fire. I need to be near that connection with ancestral way of cooking near mm -hmm. the hearth. So all of them who spoke out for gas very much connected more towards the emotion of cooking food. And um, whereas I feel like the folks who spoke in favor very much leaned and leaned heavily on the facts and the figures and the science. And that same for the regulators I spoke to as well, right? They're looking at numbers and um, pollution emissions and pounds per CO2 emitted, stuff like that. Right. Tell me more about the regulators. What are they looking at when they're seeing this trend slowly start to gain steam? I think there's definitely a trend of electrification in regulatory bodies. I think Denver has, as always, chosen more of a libertarian route. Mm -hmm. uh, California, New York, many cities there have outright banned gas hookups. Um, they have put in incentive programs as well. Colorado in uh, 20, 2021 signed 246, I believe, which is freeing up taxpayer money to give to public utility companies, the largest one in Colorado being Excel, to fund their incentive programs and to help uh, electrify buildings. So we have no stick here. We only have a carrot. Mm -hmm. And so 
we're starting to see how that's going to affect the landscape, specifically for commercial kitchens. The rebates right now are very vague, a very couple hundred dollars, right? You're talking about tens of thousands of dollars for these ovens. So a couple hundred dollars is not going to make a dent. But I think they will be releasing a new incentive program soon. That's what a lot of the folks in the industry think as well. And a lot of chefs uh, accordingly are holding off on decisions of conversions and also holding off on extending their old appliances a little bit more, waiting to see how that's all going to roll out, especially Mm -hmm. um, also the IRA is a little bit in flux to how that could Im- impact things. The IRA, what do you mean by uh, that? Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So federal money coming in maybe yes. for this. Possibly. 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 Interesting. Let's take a step back, just super big picture. We talked about Sexy Pizza as a business, Denver as a city. What do you think it would take for this industry, you know, the restaurant industry to go full on electric? I don't think it's ever going to go full on electric. I don't, you don't think? No, I don't think so. There's too many people that just love that old, that traditional idea of the open flame cooking. I think there's always pros and cons, right, to every single technology shift. And I think for a significant part of the population, gas will be the better choice for whatever reason. Is it historical and cultural? Is it cost wise? Because right now, electric stovetops and ovens cost a lot more, not just to purchase, but to operate. That was surprising to hear that from Chris, that they are spending so much more on this now. I think it's, he wouldn't give the exact figures, but I think it's double, triple, probably their utility bill cost. Wow. Because in Colorado, we generate half of our electricity by burning natural gas. So you can just imagine the conversion costs there. Right. So I think gas will always have a place, I think, especially in lower ticket restaurants such as diners in which they really have super slim margins they cannot afford a electric stovetop or induction burner Mm. you're always going to see gas you also have kind of the old school mentality of fire things right Right. and a lot of folks aren't going to let go of that so i think there's always going to be a place for gas well helen shu thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me This is the part of the show where we normally play the credits music and say goodbye, but instead, I'm going to reveal to you now that Helen and I were not alone in the mobile recording studio slash my Prius. Olivia Jewel Love, our producer and host Bree Davies, were in the front seats. Also, wait, I want to say, I don't think we said this. The pizza was delicious. Did we not? I don't... It was good. Here's my real take on the pizza. It tastes like sexy pizza has always tasted. There is no decline in quality from the change to the electric oven. I thought it was delicious. Thin crust, charred on the bottom. You got that consistent brown color with a little bit of black sometimes flaking through. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't see any difference in like the cook quality of it. And the cheese was like browned and bubbly as well. I thought it tasted delicious. Uh, Brie, Olivia, you want to weigh in on the pizza? I mean, they won me back. I had a really two gnarly experiences of delivery sexy pizza that made me never want to go there again. And this made me go, okay, their pizza is really good if it's done right. So I'm back as a customer. (laughs) It was so good. I'm with you, Helen. I thought it was delicious. It was perfect. Also, we got it straight out of the oven, which you don't always get from just in general when you order pizza. But it was... I two slices and I really was pushing it. I, I wanted to eat more. It I was so it was good. good. I, I, as I said, I don't have a good pizza palate. I don't have a good palate for anything. I just like things and think they're good and have nothing to say <laughs> about it. it but here's the tea. 
I think that any pizza is going to be good when you get it directly out of the oven. I think yes. I would venture to say that Little Caesars would be great if you got it right out of the oven. I don't That's agree with I'll that at all. I'll, I'll take that take. Flame me. I don't agree with you. Send that mic back. <laughs> I do not agree. I, I agree with you, Olivia. And I think that's why the electric oven with the high volume, the high turnover is so great. Because they can give you that fresh pizza experience faster and more frequently than ever before. Right. I think, Helen, you made such a good point. There's just different kinds of experiences. That is, they are not here to give you the wood, you know, the walking in and, I don't know. It's just like, I'm not, that's why I'm not going to, to, to sexy pizza. Also, I'm thinking about uh, Molly Martin at Food Editor at Westwards Point is pizza's about proximity. What's closest to you? If this was close to me, I'd eat here all the time. Absolutely. Every day. It's mm -hmm. it's delicious. Um, but yeah, that is a unique experience. You don't generally get it right at fresh made in front of you right out of the oven. It was delicious. <laughs> fresh made by the longest tenured employee. Also, I, the passion... I was thinking about this too, Helen, when you were talking about the the chefs that you talk to and the passion they have. And that's why the gas is like the way they'll go. That man was just as passionate. And I was really into, I was, I was, I was getting on board with him. I was like, yes, Chris, you feel this. I'm feeling it. And I just like, I like talking to people that care about what they do. That guy loves pizza. He knows how to make good pizza. The place he works for figured out a way to make more pizza faster, better for more people. I, I see that passion the same. I got the impression, I don't know if y'all got it as well, that he was a skeptic. I think he was initially I think a he was low-key a yeah. skeptic. And it took it took convincing because he said the line, they let me experiment with the electric ovens and I just kept trying to break it. Yeah. And so I, I think he's a convert. I think he, um, I don't know if he would speak to it on the record, but. I agree with you. Yeah. There was a little tinge of the, maybe he didn't want to go this way, but. I think he figured out how wise. to make it really good. Well, this was extremely fun. Um, we're obviously going to have to stay on this trend of electrifying restaurants and continue to do more research at more delicious places to eat. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Coming up, coming up soon on CityCast Denver. Helen, thanks again. Thank you. One last thing about electrification before we say goodbye. As we were working on this episode, the Denver Post reported on the January implementation of new restrictions on natural gas here in Denver. Uh, certain large new buildings are now required to be at least partially heated by electric systems, as Helen explained earlier. The Post also reported that Mayor Mike Johnston has not made a peep when it comes to fulfilling his campaign promise to ban natural gas hookups in new residential construction. So I want to know what you think. Should he? Or should he focus more of his attention on electrifying pizza joints? Leave us a voicemail or send us a text to the Electric Pizza Hotline at 720-500-5418. Again, the Electric Pizza Hotline is open at 720-500-5418. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell your delivery person about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter and learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. Too high to find the button. We, we that would happen before. <laughs>
know it was a simple mistake, but then you couldn't redo, you couldn't recreate the moment. Like, we yeah. tried to recreate Another the moment, and it was so weed, painful because we missed the magic. And that episode is on the feed live right now. <laughs> go ahead, go listen to it. It's, it's a really good one. Oh, yeah. About, yeah, new, new this is to... less magic making ingredients. <laughs> Us in a car, in a very small Prius car. <laughs> Paul's knees are up to his ears right now.